What's going on? It's your boy, Tez Reacts. Back at it again with another podcast. The We're Not Experts podcast. The only podcast with a disclaimer because we are not experts, all right? Today, I have my boy, Eric, like always. And I got my brother. Where, what you going by these days, man? Like, what name you want to go by these days? Blue Strip B. <laughs> yeah. Blue Strip B. So I'm going to just call you B for the rest of the episode. That's my Instagram, by the way. Follow me at Blue Strip B underscore. No. Yeah, I'm going to make sure I uh, I'll add that on the uh, under the thumbnail for the video or whatnot. Or just uh, edit it in and slap it right on his forehead as soon as he yeah. says it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, yeah, we can do it. We can do it. We can do it. All right, but how's uh how has y'all week been? Like, how y'all been, man? Wanna go first, Eric? Yeah, sure, man. Uh, honestly, I just been working. That's it. And then doing a lot of that bowling, like we were talking about, you know. Just trying to get that hobby going, you know what I mean? It's re- relatively in- inexpensive bowling ha- well, hobby. I don't know, what am I, fucking drunk? You know what I'm saying? I'm over here stumbling over my words. But I, I, other than that, it's just working and then uh, just doing random stuff with the family, you know what I mean? Yeah, you were just telling me you bowled 10 games in a day. That's a yeah. lot. That's a lot. I can't even do two. Yeah, I went, uh, I, uh, what, what did I do? It was around 12. I went down there and then I got home around 3.30. So it, 10 games, and I was alone too. And I was at two different bowling alleys. So, hey, that's a lot. Lay your damn arm tired. Oh, man, I tell you what, today me and my homeboys, like around 11, we went just fuck around, you know, because we was, we, uh, we bowl together sometimes, you know what I mean? And, uh, Throwing that ball is unbearable. I don't know. It's never happened to me before, but right now my arm is just killing me. I, I was telling I was telling Cortez earlier, man, I took a shit and uh, I was trying to wipe my ass, man, and I couldn't get up in there because my arm was so fucking, my shit was so fucking tired, man. I leaned up over the toilet and I'm going to wipe them. I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't even curl my arm under my own ass to wipe that shit, dude. So I had to hit it with the left hand. And then afterwards I hopped in the shower because you got, I don't know. I probably missed a bunch because uh, you know I nah, never watched the show. Got hop in that shower for sure. Yeah, just get up in there. It's like a bidet, but you got to worry about all that shit hitting the bottom of your damn fucking tub. Shit <laughs> 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 better than having hemorrhoids. <laughs> nah, man, nah. <laughs> but no, how you been? How you been? Old blue strip. <laughs> I'm I'm good, bro. It's it's only Tuesday, so you know the weekend been too long but um I'm good man just with the kids working paying bills you know yeah same old you know. Right, yeah same old same old so me and the family I know Eric know I ain't really talked to you in a little while but we just went to Disney this last weekend uh from like what Thursday until like Sunday it was when we came back and it was a lot it was fun though. I had fun with the kids and they had a lot of fun. And I was watching church and it made me do a lot of like reflecting, right? Cause he was talking about the book of Jonah. And I don't know if y'all are too familiar with that, but in the book of Jonah, like Jonah gets eaten by a whale because he didn't do what God wanted him to do and things of that nature. But anyway, 
at the end of it, it talks about how, you know, Jonah gets mad at God for not doing exactly what he said that he was going to do by getting rid of the Ninevites. And the pastor was talking about how we were, we pretty much need to come to well, figure out, first off, the things that make you angry. Because if you figure out what makes you angry, it pretty much tells you where your heart, like what your heart is on. So I had to do a lot of self-reflecting because uh, me and my wife, we, we like, uh, we were having some conversations and, you know, things weren't going like all good. And I was figuring out why I was actually mad and I had to, you know, put together some things, like figure out exactly what was making me mad and what my heart was actually on. So I had to do some reflecting and I had to really get my mind focused on, you know, just being focused on the right stuff. And for me, I need to be focused more on God. But I'm not gonna go ahead and go off on a like tangent or whatnot, but that's all I've really been doing is just Disney World reflecting and just stuff of that nature. But just with that being said, we, we were, uh, like I just enrolled my kids in school down here. And apparently there's like a huge teacher shortage and not just a teacher shortage, there's a labor shortage everywhere. So just why do y'all feel like, do you feel like the climate is better that everybody's quitting their jobs right now? Or do you think that, you know, people should just stop complaining and just go back to work? Yeah, I, that's a that's a hard one too, man. Because of all this stuff that's going on, so I believe a lot of people got used to not working, you know. But at the same time, there's a there's people that can't work, you know what I'm saying, and want to work and all this. And these able-bodied motherfuckers, whatever they they just choose not to go to fucking work like that, you know what I mean? When you had a job, something that's as important as like teaching, like you're saying that it, it kind of sucks, man. Because now now our children are fucking struggling because of this. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And just to kind of uh, go ahead. How I feel about it, man, I'm going to be real with you. We do need workers. We need somebody to do the damn job. But uh, if you're not in love with your job or you're not, you don't, you, 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 you're not comfortable there or, you know what I'm saying? Fuck that job, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, do what do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? If these people don't want to work and they want to, you know, be entrepreneurs, shit, man, let them do it. I mean, I, I do understand it's a shortage on a lot of stuff, but shit, you gotta find more people or something. You know? Shit. So, and yeah, just to kind of add to what you're saying, so I do understand it, but me personally, I look at it from both sides. I mean, at the end of the day people need to work. But one thing I don't necessarily agree with is just the whole way that we we look at different jobs as important, right? So you got CEOs and people that work in these Fortune 500 companies, they get paid a certain way. Like they get paid a certain wage and whatnot. But these jobs that during the pandemic, people started to realize is very important and they're not getting paid as much as they probably should. But I understand why they can't all be paid that way because, you know, me and my wife, we are business owners. So we have an understanding of, you know, how things work in regards to having to pay people and things of that nature. But 
when it comes to, to me, it's just, it's a crazy situation just because I can understand it. Like at the end of the day, if you, like you were just saying, uh, B, like if you're not in love with your job, you probably shouldn't be there anyway. And when it comes to teaching, I feel like you really have to have a passion for that. You can't just walk into that job and just for low pay and, you know, you're going to like, you're going to just do that job for like 20 years. Like it's not going to happen. Hell no. And then, you know, shit, teachers should get paid more than what they getting paid anyways, man. Mm -hmm. They, you know, they so underrated when it comes to working, man, and shit, it, it, it don't make sense. Yeah, and that, that's why it, it just bugs the hell out of me. Just the fact that they get paid the way that they do and all these jobs that people don't want to do. And I know a lot of people don't agree with it, but cops, I feel like any public servant job, they should get paid a lot more than what they're actually being paid. Because people need to realize how important these things are, especially when it comes to teachers are pretty much raising your kids eight hours of the day. Yep. Then you have police officers. I mean, of course, everything's not all good when it comes to the police. I mean, of course, some things need to be reworked, but they're necessary. Like you need them. Exactly. No, for real. Absolutely. So... And that was, it's just weird because when I was thinking about this whole, this whole thing, when it comes to, you know, people quitting their jobs and whatnot, it started to get me to think about how important all of these jobs are. Like the fact that you got these CEOs that make all this money when literally you can fire a CEO and they can find somebody within the company that can do the exact same job that they can do. But you got people like construction workers, plumbers, all of these people that we think that we don't need until you actually need them and they don't get paid nearly as much as they should be. And me and my wife, we were having a conversation about, you know, the fact that, you know, what's important. So she always talks, like she talks about people that are intelligent and what success looks like. And my biggest thing is I don't really look at somebody being book smart as being intelligent. Like, Why not? like the way the way that the school system is set up, it's not setting you up for success. It's not setting you up for for being out here and doing stuff that people actually need. I mean, some of the jobs do, but for the most part, people are walking around with these degrees and they're not even using them. Yeah, that that's always going to be a big thing, man. Also, too, like I, I agree with you too. Uh, book smarts ain't smarts, but <clears throat> if you're book smart. And you have common sense also, too. So you could actually research something, you know, you could read something and apply it. That's when I that's what I think is, you know, book smart is, is people have book smarts and common sense. You know what I'm saying? So just it's just the application of what you could study and read. You know what I mean? And I agree too. like these pieces of uh, paper. You know what I'm saying? So I just got an associate's degree after like 13 years. You know, it took me a year and a half to do it. And it's just a piece of paper, too. Like it really don't mean anything. But. If I want to do something else, I got to have a piece of paper saying that I paid money to go to another institution somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so the shit, it's, just, it's kind of getting ridiculous. But to go back to the that trades, that trade work, hey, that's that's where you need to be right now, especially if you're traveling. You know what I mean? Because uh, uh, Sonia, she, her two brothers are traveling welders, man, and they're they're getting there now. You know what I mean? They're they're starting to pay them a lot. You know what I mean? 
and per diem too. Because one of her brothers travels to California all the time, being that we're in North Carolina. Hey, man, that's that's all the way to the other coast, just to weld, you know? Yeah, no, for real. There's good money in these trades. Mm -hmm. And like I was saying, so me and her, we were having a discussion about, because she's always pushing the kids. She's like, you know, go to college, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and she, like, we were having like, a full-on debate on the fact that, you know, she believes that a degree is something that demonstrates intelligence and that it helps, it sets you up for success. And I don't necessarily agree with that, but I do understand, you know, wanting your kids to go ahead and do this because she's, she's very educated. She has a, her master's degree. She's doing her thing. Me, I'm not very educated, but I don't, like I only have a couple college courses. I'm almost to my associates. I'm not that educated. And I just don't understand, you know, why you need the degree, especially because she's not working in the field that she has a degree in. I mean, well, don't say don't say you're not educated, because it's it's more than just school that educates, you know. So you're just not school educated, you know what I'm saying? You've got a lot of education and and that's but what I, I was get what you're saying though. My bad, I mean to interrupt you, but yeah. So what I was and something I was getting at is people are geniuses in a lot of different things. Like you can have all the book smarts in the world, but and that people will call you a genius, but you have that door-to-door -door salesman that gets a sale every single time that he goes out and he talks to people. You don't look at that guy as a genius. Like you have to be really smart in order to get a sale from somebody. And also when it comes to basketball, football players. Like, you don't think you have to have, like, some type of genius-level skills, some genius-level, like, control of the ball, like, things that you know in your mind in order to, like, I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with the the whole intelligence, the way that we look at intelligence in, in this country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, school, hey, school, school, though. A lot of, For a lot of people, it's an escape for a couple years, you know what I mean? Because it's that buffer between that 18-year-old kid to what, 21, 22, you know what I mean? Before they actually get out into the world and figure it out, if, you know, they have the means to live there on their own, you know, or commute or do online. And I'll tell you, I did all mine online, man. And I learned a couple of things, you know, more so just how to apply shit that we was talking about in like seminar. But other than that, man, I don't feel that much smarter, you know? So I agree, I agree with you to a point, but then you got to look also too. there's the, there are the trade schools, like what we were talking about there. So if you're going somewhere to apply something instantly, I think, I think that's probably a lot better than, you know, like my older sister, man, she is, she has a bachelor's and so she's got other stuff, you know, uh, but like in psychology, she hasn't worked that yet. She's what, 35, 35 years old. She hasn't done anything close to that, you know? So it's just a piece of paper, you know, saying that you are educated to the to the standards of whatever state you it, it came from. You know what I mean? Yeah. So something that I'm going to do for my kids, especially my sons, is. If they want to go to college, that's cool, but they're going to learn a trade before they go to college. Mm -hmm. I mean, because I mean, you can speak to this like uh be so when it came to you know growing up we didn't we all we had was our mom pretty much and 
she can't teach she can't really teach us the stuff that we need to know like as men i feel like you need to learn know how to work with your hands and that way you can pay for your own school i mean that's my take on it yeah yeah uh uh, uh a woman can't 100 percent raise a full man she could but i don't think you know, uh, uh, a boy always need a man in his life, need a father figure to, you know, lead him. You know. And yeah, actually, that's like a good topic that we could cover. So I strongly believe that. I believe that you need a mother and you need a father. You need both of them. I believe that the household, and that's the way that it was intended. You need a father. But let me, but but let me go back to what you just said. So you said that you want your sons to have some trade skill before they go to college or that's, that's, that's what you said, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. But what if they don't want to go to college? What if they, what if they don't want to get a trade? You know, like, of course they don't want to be nobody or nothing, but you get what I'm saying? Like, what if that's not what they want to do? You know? So the thing is, if that's, even if it's not what they want to do, it's not, I'm just gonna talk to them. It's just like going to school, right? So you know how they have all those vocational classes or those Votech classes? And that's what I'm gonna put them in. I'm gonna put them in some type of vocational class and it's just like regular school. I mean, yes, if they don't wanna pursue a career in it, that's fine, but at least you know how to work with your hands. Like, because exactly. I think that's what we have that's messed up a lot when it comes to just the way that the generations are going is people don't know how to work with their hands. Everybody wants to get money the easy way. Everybody wants to do YouTube. They want to do all this other stuff when those skills are needed. I mean, ironically enough, of course, we doing this, like I'm doing this and I'm putting it on YouTube, but I know how to do other things also. And I just feel like everybody needs, like we all need these different skills. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, there's also people too that, uh, I mean, I grew up in a single uh, single parent household as well, right? I only, I grew up with my father, right? He didn't teach me shit. He really <laughs> teached me. Hey, he taught, he taught me like the, the bare necessities to kind of do what I need to do alone. Other than that, man, like I just figured it out. And my older sister sometimes, like when I used to come around, she lives close, but whenever she used to come around, I'd be doing something. She's like, how, how do you know how to do that? And I was like, I don't know, I just figured it out. You know what I mean? You just pick something up. <laughs> You need to do something you got to figure it out that's the best way to learn but now sometimes too when i'm really confused i'll, I'll bring up youtube and be like oh shit man and then i see it and i'm like all right i'm gonna go do that real quick mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because yeah. it's all been done before you know you're not the first one to be trying to do something so i mean anything can be learned real quick but <clears throat> like i try to teach uh little man how to do stuff you know but he just doesn't have the drive he's just like yeah that's cool I'm like, hey man, you gotta do this. He's like, now nah, I'm gonna go inside. And I'm like, <laughs> I just, I, I get upset. You know what I mean? I'm like, ah, oh, but I can't. You know, I can't really yell at him for it. You know, I mean, I could if I wanted to be a douchebag, but I'm just like, all right, maybe, maybe later. He's only eight, but at eight, I feel like I was doing so much more than he did. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like I say, I just know I. I'm pretty sure like as just as a young man, I mean, especially in a, like a minority, like where the minorities aren't necessarily like being looked at as like big. I think those those trade skills are important. And that's something I'm going to make sure I, I push to mine.
I mean, at the end of the day, if they don't want to do it, that's cool. But at least you got the skills. I mean, because I wish I wish I had somebody telling me like, hey, you know, go ahead and get these skills. So that way that you'll be you'll be good once you uh, once you graduate. See, I got a, I got a similar goal, just a little different. I, I, I want my kids to like. So so, you know, when we was younger, we ain't had nobody to really tell us what we, we going to do when we get older or what we want to do. So by the time my kids turn 18, I want them to like, uh, well, I'm the plan is for me to establish them a business plan where I could just give it to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, uh, my daughter, get her a chain of houses, you know, by the time she turned 18. So whether she want to go to college or she want to work these houses, she have something she can fall back on. You know what I'm saying? Or my son get him a chain of trucks, you know, you know, that's the goal just to, you know, just so, so they can have some, cause you know how we, shit, we, we just came up. We didn't have no plan on that. And just, you know, just the mother and shit, go for what you know. So the only issue I have with that is unless you work for it, you're not going to appreciate it. So once you hand over all that stuff, I mean, especially if, you own all this stuff at, at some point like the kids are going to they're going to be very privileged they're going to have life a certain way and then they're going to start thinking a certain way and they're probably like if it comes down to it they may not want to run that business but that's why i'm trying to that's why i'm just pushing for the whole the whole high school vocation thing because i already know like at the end of the day we have what we have set up i mean if the kids want to take it over at some point they could but it's not something that I'm going that I'm going to be trying to push on them because, yeah, I don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna take it. I don't know if they're gonna want to take. It. Yeah, you don't know how if they're gonna want to take that vocational skills neither though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all the same shit. It's 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 basically the same thing. But you get what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know. So what is what is success to y'all? Like what is being successful? I don't know, man. Because we're always just chasing it anyway. It's it's how you def define success. You know what I mean? Anyone could be successful if they if they're comfortable in what they're doing. You know what I mean? We we I think we try to stem success to happiness a lot, but if you're happy, you're not technically like successful in anything, really. You know what I mean? Yeah, just going back to what you were saying. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Me? No, I'm over here thinking he right though. Like, shit, what is successful to me? Successful is really somebody that got to be on top and just on top of shit, period. You know, standing on business and just be, you know, you know, successful shit. I, it's not really nothing you can really explain shit. It just it happiness do run with being successful. So that's the thing. Successful. So one thing that I, I, I'm, I had to learn is that you have to figure out exactly what your goals are. So that's why I asked because like, yes, we can say, hey, I want to be successful, but what the hell does that even mean, right? Like what does successful mean to you? And for me, it means just being able to not have to do any type of like real work for like just have enough set up to where I don't have to do any like real work. I can just kind of peek my head in every little while or so and then just going about my day. 
and just have like I don't agree with you, bro. Why not? I don't like it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, successful people that works hard. If that's what you're saying, like you don't have to work hard to be like like explain to me exactly like so no what I'm saying is like I'm not saying that I'm not gonna work hard. I'm saying yes, at the end of the day, that's successful, but unless I love what I'm doing, which I'm, I don't know. Like, I'm not really like a big fan of like, like I'd like to do stuff, but I want to do what I want to do. All right. So I want to be able to have everything paid for. Like I want to be able to own enough stuff to where I can just poke my head in and I don't necessarily have to, you know, do anything in order to maintain that income. And I don't need like a million dollars in order for me to say that I'm successful. Like if I'm making about, 10 20 grand a month i'm good that's that's a lot of people don't make that much money though no but that's what i'm saying that's successful to me like that's kind of successful that to me that's let me let me ask you one let let me ask you a question then let me ask you a question so is successful do you have to be financially stable to be successful no um go ahead I, I i think i think with this uh I understand what you're saying, Cortez. Like, uh, you want to work hard until you have something to where you could just be like, hey, now it's going on its own. You know what I mean? So you break yourself off until you get to that point where it's established everywhere. So you could just chill and drop back and it's everything is still the wheels are still going. I get that. And then B for that, that question, too, with the income and whatnot and the it, the way we live now, uh, you know, everything goes like, hey, am I happy this that, and the other? Do I love my job? With that money, though, that that gives you like no worries. You know what I mean? Because at any given time, you could just like, hey, I'm going to do this right now. And it's, it's sad to say, too, because everyone, everyone needs money right now. You know what I mean? So like to not have it, then it's a lot of people who are unfortunate don't don't think they're successful, but they're successful in other ways, I believe. You know, because they're always doing something to try to make it better for their family and whatnot. And like I said earlier, it's always it's everyone wants to say happiness too. like, I don't I don't I don't really understand. You know what I mean? Success is hard. Success is a hard thing to uh, achieve, especially like you said, Tez, too. If you got no goals, I don't really have any goals either right now. I, I'm, I'm just kind of floating through life still <laughs> to this day. You know, what I'm like, oh, oh, fuck, what should I do? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm coming to an end of a rope too for a certain occupation I'm in. You know, a couple of years, and after that, I gotta, I gotta find something else, and I don't know what it is, and I'm terrified. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was getting at, because at the end of the day, I've learned that I work better when I have a goal that I'm trying to work toward, and for me, ten to twenty k a month, and that's all I need. And so that way I can go ahead and I can cut myself off and I can do whatever the hell I want to do. That is what success looks like to me. I mean, to some people, they like to, they like to be able to work and make millions of dollars. I don't need millions of dollars. So you feel like you're not successful if you make $6,500 a month. You're not successful. No, because I'm not, where I, I'm not where I need to be. And especially you if it's not. You didn't succeed your goals. Yeah. Okay. I get it now. Okay. I mean, like I said, I don't need much. So just 
trying to climb to success, like it usually messes with people's mental health, especially once you hit a certain age, right? So a lot of times people, they get so stuck on being successful that it eventually becomes something that, that drives them crazy. I know for me, that was the case for a little while, just growing up before I decided to go ahead and uh, make the decisions I made to leave home and whatnot. But we all know men go through a lot of different things. And a lot of times they don't want us to talk about it or they say that they want us to talk about it, but they don't really want us to talk about it. And I saw that meme, that meme with Will Smith, Tyrese, and Kanye, where it talked about, you know, all these men are having these struggles, and all people were doing were making memes and making fun of them. Just do you, just be like being honest. Do y'all feel comfortable sharing with the world when you have issues or sharing with other people that you have issues? And do you feel like you'll be judged as soon as you do? Certain people, hell yeah, I feel like I'd be judged. You know, them people is fucking celebrities, bro. You know, they live a whole different type of life. So I can't really relate to what they got going on. But no, I don't. Certain people, hell no, I don't. You can't share certain, certain things with them. They, hell yeah, they'll laugh at you and clown you. You know, should you know? Yeah, kind of what I was getting at. Well, actually, Eric, do you uh like do you feel like the world is very receptive? Like, even though they say that they are to this whole mental health thing, do you feel like they are very accepting of it? No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, it, I I actually have this conversation a lot with uh Sonia just because you know I'm kind of closed off too with certain things. I don't really talk about much, so I it's because I don't want I don't want anyone knowing my business too. That's another thing. I don't I don't want to give people the opportunity to know what what I'm going through and what I'm and more vulnerable. I think I don't I don't want people to know that whatsoever. That's it right there. That's the word vulnerable. Yep. Yeah. And like like you were saying, these are celebrities. Like Will Smith. I don't know, like, I don't know about y'all, but I wanted to be Will Smith at one point. Like he was the coolest nigga on the planet at one point until the whole the whole shit with Jada start going on, which <laughs> I can talk about that shit all day long. Like she pissed me off. And I know that's a husband and wife. At the end of the day, they business is they business. But she made him look like a straight up clown in front of the whole world. And Will Smith was considered to my generation as one of the coolest dudes out there. And the fact that he sat there at that red table and people started making memes about him, like, and he was like, Will Smith is that dude. If they can talk about him like that, they're like, I don't have a chance. Shit, they just, they clowning Nelly right now. You know, I don't know if you heard about it. Um, Nelly just exposed itself this morning on Instagram. I don't really want to go into details, you know what I'm saying? That, that's none of my business, but. Shit, they don't care about what they talk about, man. They're gonna talk about Jesus if they could. Shit. You know how this life is. Yeah, definitely. Like I saw the Nelly stuff. I didn't actually click it to look at it because yeah, I'm not gonna give a breakdown. Leave that for the females, man. You know. Exactly. So uh, you know <laughs> why the hell you brought that up. <laughs> no, because because you just I mean shit, it's all the same shit though. Shit, they they clown Will, they clown his ass. I was looking in the comments, I was like, they clowning this boy, god damn. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, man, shit. 
they're those guys are in a big light anyway. So anything they do, everyone's watching. And they exactly. so then all these memes and stuff too that they make, you know, it is it sometimes it's funny. I I think a lot of it's funny in, in what context, you know, like mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. But when you have that, uh, like you were talking about Jada sitting there telling all that shit being recorded, what are you doing? You, you know, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? You're just ruining everything. <laughs> now people think this dude, like, hey, I, I used to love Will Smith too, man. I remember watching uh, Wild Wild West in the drive-in in New York when I lived up there. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, that shit was badass. But that woman just ruined his, his shit. You know what I mean? He's still, he's still like a great like movie star, but still, mm-hmm. she just fucked his shit up. <laughs> and that's what I was saying. Like, she got people looking at him. Like, people don't respect him as much now. Like, you you have to think about the type of stuff that you're doing. Like, putting him out there. I mean, even if the allegations was out there, I don't think she should have ever really, like, addressed them. I thought, I think she should have just left it alone. Like, we all know, like, we all know that you got your little, your podcast going on and whatnot. But you did not have to mention Will. You didn't have to mention your affair. You didn't have to mention anything about that. Was that was on. the point. That was the point of the whole thing to to clear the air. They 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 that was clearing the air for the world to see. I don't understand why neither. But shit, that's what they felt they had to do. Yeah, and that's why I don't agree. Like it whatever. was it, it it was humiliating though. That was that was tough. Like <laughs> that man was almost in tears, and but just to go back to that meme, right? So. And they were talking about how Pull the Kanye, meme up. <laughs> Pull the meme up. <laughs> now stop. We ain't about to do that. Is it? Oh, man. But no, just to go back. So then they was also talking about Kanye. And they always got that picture of Kanye crying. And Kanye ain't been the same since his mama passed. And everybody just sitting here just making fun of him. Like, just imagine, like, just imagine if we were we were going through that same situation where like god forbid like we lost our mom you know what i'm saying and you had to deal with that in a public forum and people are just like every single time you have a breakdown everybody's laughing at you like it's tough the same with tyrese like he wasn't able to see his kid and he was online like just being vulnerable and everybody made fun of him like absolutely not i'm not being vulnerable for none of these people and I had a lot going on, especially when I was going through my divorce. Like, if I told people the thoughts that I was having, like, around that time, like, people wouldn't look at me the same. No. Yeah, we, we talked about this, too, man. Like, people are okay with, like, recording themselves full-on, like, crying about something. You know what I mean? Like, hey, if you're going to do that, like, hey. I get it. You want to talk to someone, but you, you don't know these people you're putting yourself all over the internet for just crying about something. Yeah, it might get you attention. Maybe that's what they look for, but come on, man. I, I would never, I would never be like, oh, that, that wouldn't be a thought come across my mind. I'm sitting in my bedroom, right? Tearing up. Oh, hold on. Let me pull out my phone and record my fucking face and show motherfuckers I'm crying right now. You know, that's the last thing. That's the last thing I'm thinking of. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Come on. And like I was saying before, like they not just like thinking about that. They're like, oh, how I look crying from this angle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they, they, they stay crying just so they could find that one spot to watch themselves doing it. 
any <laughs> motherfucker record themselves while they're crying is weird. Yeah, that 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 is questionable too. So now we're talking about <laughs> mental health. Now we got to look at that person like, hey man, like you all right? I know you're not all right, but hey, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, come on, dude, you good? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just would never do that. I I barely even want like my loved ones to see me. Uh, you know. If I'm in that that kind of situation, I'm like, hey, go away. You know what I mean? Go yeah. off in the cut and just let a couple let a couple out, and then go do go about my business. Yeah. So, just to kind of, you know, cause we were talking about the mental health stuff. And we were mentioning Kanye. So, speaking of Kanye, there's all the stuff he got going on with his with his uh, soon to be ex wife. It's crazy. But just the. Uh, like I saw the tweet about, well, not the tweet, but Instagram post about, you know, him. Well, about his daughter having Instagram. I mean, not Instagram. She had TikTok. And he was, you know, the tweet. I mean, not yeah, it was a tweet. Or no, actually it was on Instagram. So the Instagram post says, since this is my first divorce, I need to know what I should do about my daughter being put on TikTok against my will. So do you think that kids should be on social media? And like, what age do you think is acceptable? No. Remember when uh, all this stuff, used to, this stuff first started coming up, like the social media pages, like MySpace and Facebook. I think it asked you if you was 18, if I don't, if I recall correctly. And Facebook was for college students. Remember that? Yeah. You couldn't get in there unless you had a college uh, email or whatever. Yeah, like, that TikTok uh, shit different, bro. You got to be like two to get it to make a TikTok. Hey, if you could touch a phone, that like, Cortez got me into it. Now I'm fucking addicted, man. I'd be watching all kinds of crazy shit. But, yeah, um, I don't know. I, I think, I, I don't know. An adult, a full grown adult, like 18, I will say, right? I, that's, that's the age because there's some questionable things on there that you can't shield your children's eyes from because it always yeah. slips through. And then you got you got your kids saying some crazy shit. Like little man says some crazy shit all the time. I'm like, the hell did you just say? He's like, nothing. I'm like, all right. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, where'd you, where'd you get this from? He's like, sheesh. He really <laughs> YouTube and stuff like that. But you know, he we he has like an old shell of a phone that can connect to the Wi-Fi, and I don't know what he does on it, and I don't really want to know. Yeah, let me tell you, I got two. TikTok maniums on man, well, which one to call them? TikTok gods over here. I got a three-year-old and a seven-year-old. They they on that shit all day, every day, man. I'm talking about from the dances to the it's unbelievable, you know. At first, I didn't know that you could make the um the ages. You can you can put the ages on there. I had to talk to my um my kid's mother about it. And they, she showed me it, but because at first I just gave my daughter my phone and it had TikTok on it. And but as she's scrolling on the TikTok, I'm seeing twerking, I'm seeing all type of shit, and I'm just like, hold on, you know, hold on. I thought TikTok was good, it's, but it's not. You gotta, you know, go in there, make the profile, put the age. Then I guess they block it out when you put the age, you know, and stuff in there. But I mean, I I'm with it. I I think the kids should do TikTok. I don't know about the Instagram and Facebook and I don't know about all that shit, but uh, the TikTok, yeah, I'm, I'm with the TikTok. So me, like yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not for it just because even though they all want to be on it, 
I mean, when we when we're like watching over the sh- their shoulder, you allow them to like look at it and whatnot. But one thing I'm learning is that you know a lot of these self deletions that are happening. You yeah. Got these, you, got, <laughs> you got these people that are uh, are depressed, and it's like a lot of times when it's the high school kids or the middle school kids, it's because of that social media. Like a lot of times they that social media makes them feel bad about themselves or you got somebody cyberbullying them or something and there's always an extra little added thing and it, it always goes back to social media i'm not i know it's not always not 100 percent of the time but i think that's a big a big point like a big part of it yeah you gotta, you gotta understand social media is the future bro it, it's it's right now yeah it's everything that's that's how people get their information Hell uh, yeah, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even ask for certain motherfuckers' phone numbers no more. I just, shit, I'm gonna hit them up on Instagram or Facebook. I'm, I don't need your number. Everyone connected, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about like that cyberbullying thing. Like, yeah, I think, I don't know because to be upset over someone you probably don't even know just talking crap on you, like to you. I, I mean, as a young like teenager or kid or something, yeah, maybe you take it to heart. But some of that stuff's pretty funny, man. Like if people were ever comment on this stuff, I'd probably read it and laugh. But um, you know, growing up, like just getting bully bullied in school or on the fucking in the streets or whatever, I don't know. That kind of shaped some of us. You know what I'm saying? But that's just me. I don't I don't endorse you know bullying people, but it shaped a, it shaped a lot of fucking great people. You know, just getting picked on. Yeah, and that like it just made it makes me think because when I was in high school, I never thought about you know trying to like trying to do anything to myself or self delete myself or anything like that. I never thought about it, and it don't matter what you have going on, like that never even crossed my mind. And it's like now I feel like that is added to the forefront. You know, you got people talking about it. There's TikTok threads about that type of stuff that people look at and i feel like it's just a it's a huge issue and it's something that they they can't necessarily deal with and that's on these kids' radars now because now you y'all already put the information out there i mean i, I know kids already know that if you want to you can like there's ways for you to get it done but i don't think they i didn't think about it as much no, I never. I don't think I ever really thought about that either. You know, getting getting all that. But I thought about fucking that person up. I never fucking myself up. I don't know. Yeah, we just live in a different time. Shit. And then our parents looked at us like, look at these little fucking bitches. I'm like, yeah. Sense. <laughs> it's just. It's always. It's always a continuing thing. It's like, look at why do you guys act like this. You know, and then. Everyone, like our grandparents, all that stuff, they're like, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> if while we was growing up, probably like when we was babies, and they're like, why does this motherfucker act like this? I mean, yeah, like straight up. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it has to be mentioned. I mean, because I think media wise, this is probably the biggest thing going on with the whole Joe Rogan thing. I know y'all may not be spun up on it, so I'm gonna go ahead and share the uh, screen. And then we're going to go ahead and talk about that a little bit.
Damn it. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I can edit very well. Yeah, take that stuff up. Move this over. Yo, B, you don't recognize this guy? Um, I've seen him before for sure, but uh, sorry, don't, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I've seen him. Is he? He's not. A, he's a fighter. Well, he's a commentator, a comedian, and all this crap. Yeah, he back oh, so he's a he, commentator he for the UFC. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, I I knew it was something. But he was a fighter too when he was younger before he did that uh, Fear Factor crap. Yeah. That he the host of Fear Factor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know Joe Rogan. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Yeah. Well, you know the craziest part is that's not even why he's the most famous that he is. He's more he's more famous for the Joe Rogan podcast than he is for anything else. Man, he made a ridiculous amount of money from Spotify. All right, so pretty much the rundown, like I'm going to read it because I haven't pulled it right here. So Spotify has found itself in hot water over concerns that this popular podcast, our Joe Rogan, is spreading coronavirus misinformation and a controversy that echoes the crises faced by Facebook and other social media giants in recent years. Now, the music streaming platform is being boycotted by legendary musicians such as Neil Young and Joni Mitchell, who have slammed its decision to continue hosting Rogan's popular podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience. All right, so pretty much people are starting to boycott the Joe Rogan podcast because he is spreading misinformation about the coronavirus. All right, and a lot of people are pulling his music, uh, pulling their music from Spotify, including NDRE, who actually brought up a good point, but I'm not going to talk about her point yet because I, that's going to lead me down a whole other rabbit hole. But what we are going to talk about is, uh, you know, do you think that Joe Rogan should be held responsible for people listening to what he has to say about, well, actually, let me actually read this part because there's a little bit more to it. So Rogan has sparked controversy with accusations that he is repeatedly spreading conspiracy theories about COVID-19 and for promoting the use of ivermectin to treat coronavirus despite warnings that there's no proof it can be effective at treating COVID. So that medicine that they're talking about is used as a, a horse dewormer. It's used to like uh, to deworm horses and whatnot. And people are getting mad because he's talking about the fact that he used it and that it helped him get o- over COVID a little bit faster. And they're saying that he's spreading all this misinformation and that it needs to be held in higher regard and whatnot. But my question to y'all is, do you think that he should be held responsible? Well, not, I shouldn't say it that way. Do you think he, like, he should be in hot water about that whole situation? And do you think people are making a bigger deal out of it than what it actually is? Yeah, people are sensitive to certain things, I guess um being that he is so big and influential and like we were talking about just now social media is a big thing so whatever he says people are going to listen to you know what i mean that's just one person's opinion they could they could do whatever they, if they want to take the warmer let them like we talked about before hey if you want to eat that detergent go ahead kid <laughs> retard you know what i mean or man bad again we saying that but whatever oh, you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> do whatever you want but like i don't know joe rogan he's just He's out there too, just like everybody else. How you feel about it, B? 
Uh, he froze. <laughs> yeah, he did. That's a good shot. <laughs> I wonder how long it's going to be like that on the screen. You should be just keep it like this. We just be talking right at his face. Like, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Let's roll. <laughs> he probably didn't turn the joint off or something. Yeah, let me see. I might have to let me stop his video. Actually, it's probably just his Wi-Fi in general. Hey, probably just less connection. Let me give him a call. I'm gonna have to edit all this out anyway. <laughs> uh, he finally like fell out. Yeah, he must have dropped internet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But then I I saw that uh about uh the Rock. He was supporting Joe Rogan. He's like, yeah, do what you think. Do your thing. And then a couple of days later, he's like, oh, I didn't know he said all that other stuff. Now nah, I take it back. Fuck that guy. So, yeah, I was going to I was going to kind of get on that. Let me see if he can hop back on. My dog's over here right in front of me. I don't know how she got in here. Bumped the door open. <laughs> Little girl. Yeah, China is kicking our ass in the Olympics. Is Russia not playing? They're not in the Olympics right now. I don't think so. I think that was like one of the big things. I don't think Russia's in the Olympics or the Ukraine. Yeah, makes sense. What what brigade they send over there? Uh, third brigade. They're still ramping up. I don't think they're gone yet. I don't really think anyone from loyalty is gone. Some people from Devardi are already gone though. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, it's just a normal people that would go. You know what I'm saying? Like the the commander and sergeant majors and shit like that. What makes me mad about those situations is that when they over there, it's always like, they always have to be like, yeah, so we need artillery over here. They have to like fight to get the artillery, like the guns over there, even when you don't need the damn guns over there. You don't need the motherfuckers. The goddamn 18 fires is, is ramping up the rockets and other units are already on rotation in Europe and they stay. Like, there's people in Poland right now. There's still people in Germany. Like, all the bordering countries, there's, we got, we have people. You know what I mean? But it's just a show of force saying that we're sending the goddamn fucking people again. They were like, hey, check this out. Look how fast we could do it. It's all, it's all the same crap, man. Like, um, like in World War One, when the Brits and the French, they started uh, manufacturing tanks. Um, you know, rolling them onto the battlefield. It was like a giant tool for, you know, they're like, hey, we're winning all this stuff when those tanks were getting fucked up, but it just got the 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 backing, you know, with their with the allies and the countries, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's I think it's it's heavily political, yes, but I think it's a lot more of like a show of force and for support from, you know, the NATO partners, like, hey, look what we could do right now. Let's all do it. You know what I mean? It's just wild. No, it is. 
again, that's just my opinion. I don't really know, but still, it's all fucking crazy. I mean, yeah, like the worst. That's not the worst part because at the end of the day, we signed up for what we signed up for. But yeah, I'm down for whatever. You know what I mean? I'm gonna bitch about it. I'm gonna kick and scream, but I'm still gonna do it. Yeah, and that's why I was just laughing because you like the Devardi commander and this, like, probably the Sergeant Major went over there too. They did. Yeah, and look, look, he froze again. No, he's there. Okay, you good? He's gonna hope so. I had to switch up. Hey, that uh, your face kind of got frozen in a pretty cool spot, and we was just talking at your head for a second. <laughs> you gotta, you, you gotta clip that. It's like, yeah, let's talk to his head, and you're just like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we was talking about the whole Joe Rogan thing, and I was just asking you, you know. Do you think that he should be here responsible for people believing the, the things? Well, not for people believing what he said, but do you think he should be here responsible? Like the people should be so upset with him. Um, and you say he did something with the uh he was talking about the hold on, uh what's inside of the um the vaccine you were saying? Well that that horse dewormer. So he wasn't taking the actual vaccine, he just took a horse dewormer and it got rid of uh the COVID in a couple of days. So well, what exactly is that horse dewormer? So let me let me actually click it and we can actually read a little bit into it. Same thing with any animal that you're trying to deworm because their intestines have worms in them, like dogs. Oh get that worm. So you they you give the animals that crap for them so they don't be pooping out worms anymore, like parasites practically. You know hell what I mean? Not, hell no, nah, he's not wrong for sh- for for sharing that. I mean the government don't want him to put that type of information out, but no, he's not wrong at all, man. That's the main reason why I don't get the vac- vaccination. Yeah, so originally introduced as a veterinary drug. It kills a wide range of internal and external parasites in commercial livestock and companion animals. It was quickly discovered to be ideal in combating two of the world's most devastating and disfiguring diseases which have plagued the world's poor throughout the tropics for centuries. It's now being used free of charge as a sole tool and campaigns to eliminate both diseases globally. And I think I went too far. So what diseases are they talking about? You shouldn't have gone far. That's an abstract. So that's just telling what, what they're about to hit. So you'd probably have to read through all that crap just to find what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, but pretty much like Eric was just saying, they use it to like get, get rid of worms and animals. Yeah, just parasites in general, um, like potentially like severe parasites that you know eat away at the intestine, you know, all their you know anything really, from their stomach all the way to their anus. <laughs> so yeah, and people were saying he was giving you know misinformation. Everybody's all upset with him, and that was the first part of it. And my my take on the whole thing was, at the end of the day, it's a podcast. He's not a doctor. He's never claimed to be a doctor. So if you feel so strongly about it, then why why listen to him? But he had doctors on the show. And just like anything with COVID-19, they don't know very much about it. But the doctors were just saying, they were just speaking on the the opposing viewpoint of the argument that was already laid out there. You know, because everybody believes this whole COVID-19 thing is, is political. So he just put the side that's not on TV, he put them in a, like on the episode and 
they gave their information. And that's all that he was pretty much doing. And they're saying he's spreading misinformation when he's literally just showing the other side of the argument. But then NDRE put her music from Spotify. And like you were just like we were just talking about just a second ago, Eric, where there was support, like The Rock was supporting them. And then shortly after, all these clips of Joe Rogan saying the N-word like came up. And of course, <laughs> that's not gonna end well. So he believes that people are just trying to attack him because he's been saying the same stuff for the longest time. But you know, now since everybody says he's pushing misinformation, now it's coming to the forefront. Now they're trying to destroy him, which I think it is the case. Nobody really paid attention to what he was saying before. But I mean, at the end of the day, you were saying what you were saying, and you got to pay the piper. Yeah. Yeah, The Rock, he, he was like, yeah, yeah, Joe Rogan, do your thing. Uh, he's like, oh, I didn't know he said all that. Never mind. Forget mm -hmm. Joe Rogan. I don't need him. That's <laughs> practically it. I mean, you know, he is probably so. It was all Twitter posts and stuff like that, but still, it's just like, yeah, man. Oh, wait. No, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like hit someone hitting a jump. It's like, hell yeah, you're going to make it, dude. No, you didn't. <laughs> Straight in the trash. You fucked that up. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm with I'm, I'm with Joe Rogan. I'm on his side, man. I mean, minus the uh the N-word stuff, I was on his side pretty, pretty big. So what NDRE was talking about, like in the and because I'm not gonna play the video, like, but in the grand scheme of things, she was saying that she's pulling her music off of Spotify and as a black person, you know, we're going to keep being disrespected by people unless we all band together. And she's telling the truth. Like what people don't realize about these companies and whatnot is they, they like to try to, they push the boundaries and they get people outraged and then they gain a bunch of customers from it. So like when Gucci did the whole, when they did the craziness they were doing with, uh, with the shirt that had that put like a racist like thing on a shirt in regards to black people and all that other stuff but black people are still buying the clothes and you know they're still supporting all this stuff and the sad part about you know black people in general is that we can't come together and we can't have like a leader because as soon as we have a leader somebody's like well why is that person a leader like why should why should i listen to you because at the end of the day you do this this and this and they can't band together. And, you know, the black dollar, we have a lot of spending power and people aren't sticking together. And that's all she was pretty much saying is if we stick together, then we can stop getting disrespected. Because like the stuff with Whoopi Goldberg, what she said about the Holocaust, she's in a lot of, tr like she's in hot water also. And because the Jewish people can all stick together it was effective in order for getting her removed from the view for a couple of weeks and she had to apologize. But it's never like that. Nobody ever has to apologize to black people for the most part, because like I said, we can't stick together on anything. And I can't really speak to how it is uh, for native folks, Eric, but you know a little bit more than I do. Uh, we, the native community, they do. we do it to ourselves too. 
choose to be that way. I mean, I still, my, my whole family on my mother's side just chooses to be negative. You know, they don't work and just do whatever the fuck they want to do. And then when they go to prison <laughs> and when they go to jail, they blame everybody else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're kind of yeah. doing it for yourself, man. <laughs> that's why I like <laughs> And that's why I like my family. <laughs> Everyone's the same. No one really realizes that, but everyone does Hell dumb yeah. fucking shit all day long, you know, and just blames everybody else. Just take responsibility. A lot of people, I, I, I swear, if we started taking more responsibility for the fucking your own actions instead of trying to point a finger, because every finger you point comes right back to you, you'd be a little bit, you'd probably be a little more happy and uh, wouldn't give a fuck what, what, what anyone else is doing. Just try to stay on the track. And don't blame everyone. Just take responsibility. That's all I think. You know what I mean? Accountability. Accountability is lost on this generation. Like, you're absolutely right. Everybody wants to blame everything on everybody else, as opposed to just looking at ourselves. And that's why I I try my hardest not to, like, I try my hardest to make sure that I take responsibility and I apologize for any things that I, I do. Because... That's a big thing. Like so many times people are so focused on not being wrong that they don't really take accountability for what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, you don't really necessarily have to admit you were wrong, but just know you're a piece of shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, hey man, you fucked that up. Hey, uh, don't blame, don't blame fucking Kathy down the street. You fucked that up, dude. Just know you're a piece of shit too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I think with with any group that feels like they're they're marginalized, I mean, and as black people and like you were just saying, like native people, like at the end of the day, we have to take some onus on that ourselves. And I think that, you know, you know, you have one or two black people that are outraged about the comments and then the, everybody else is like, all right, whatever, you know. I feel like we all need to be in solidarity and I feel like we need to, we need to look at ourselves before we look at other people to come and save us. And that's my whole take on that. I'm not going to stick to that. I'm not going to stay on that topic too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you got froze up too. Uh, so I was thinking about just if I should throw this last topic in here, you know what? Forget it. I will. Okay. So when it comes to, you know, you going ahead and you're getting ready to get engaged, right? And the woman calls off the engagement. Do you think she should give you the engagement ring back? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. 100%. Because it happened to me. Happened to me like, fuck, maybe 11, 12 years ago now. Happened to me real quick, which I'm happy for that I knew, you know, off the bat. You know, I was young too. I was what, like 21, 22. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, like, hey, it's actually a kind of fucked up story, to be honest with you. Um, She was pregnant. So me as a young kid, I was like, oh, damn. You know, not really realizing like, hey, you don't got to get married just because of that. You know, you work through, learn each other. You know what I'm saying? So I like, I got, this This ring was $1,500. Sorry to take over, but that this story, man, 
it, and uh, it, it fucked me up for a little bit, but now I don't really care. But um, so I got this fifteen hundred dollar ring. It was a nice, motherfucker, right? Give it to her, all this, that, and the other, and we're living together and all this shit. <clears throat> and uh, I was having problems back then, sleeping a lot, and I, that's when I, I still, well, I mean, I just quit smoking a year ago, but. I'd be out smoking cigarettes on the on the back patio or the porch, you know, in the apartment, like every like maybe half hour, just like burning them down. And it, it this went on for like months, man. And then I went in and it was like four in the morning before any of us need, really needed to be awake. And I see she has her cell phone. It's like lit up in her face. And I really don't care. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, did I wake you up? She's like, no, I've been awake. I'm like, okay. And uh, she's like, you don't want to know who I'm talking to? And I was like, not really you know what i mean yeah and so i lay i lay down and she's like oh well i'm talking to the father of my child and i was like excuse me she's like this ain't your baby whatever whatever it's my ex <laughs> i was like and i was like what the fuck i was like your ex i was like from like two years ago she's like yep never stopped talking to him i'm like oh cool dude yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean so i i honestly played it pretty cool i was i was out I, I was um, fucking pissed but I remember I had two cars. Both the cars were mine. You know, they weren't in her name, right? So I was like, this is what we're going to do. I was like, I'm going to grab as much stuff as I could put into these two cars. You're going to follow me. Uh, and then I'll do the nice thing and I'll bring you back here. You know, I went to a homeboy's house. I, I really didn't load up anything. I took a couple things. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. She'd keep this crap. But I, she did give me the ring. She gave me the ring back, right? And... <laughs> I just, hey, man, she fucking dropped me off my homeboys. I brought her right back to the apartment, you know, gave her the key. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, whatever, whatever. I was being real, like, nice. She's like, how am I supposed to get to work tomorrow? I was like, hey, you need to figure that one out. And I was gone. You know what I mean? And uh, and I was, like, tripping because I still had the receipt for that ring, too. Brought it back. And it was, like, the last possible day I could get full price for a return. Yo, I got that 1500 bucks back like that. Nice. And then I blew it all because I was like, oh, fuck that bitch. And I was like, just drunk every day doing dumb shit, you know, as, as a young adult would with 1500 extra dollars. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go burn it down, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. it was, yeah, that, that was rough, though. That was rough. I'll tell you what, because we were talking about that mental health shit earlier. All this shit that I told her, all that the vulnerable shit. Right. I was like this that, and the other. I was like, this girl knows all this stuff that whatever, whatever whatever i mean she tried to come back to my life a couple times and i was like <clears throat> nah get out of here but that kid was born and he was born with blonde hair blue eyes she was black hair brown eyes and i was like hey nah <laughs> i don't i don't think that's mine all right we made the right call <laughs> thanks for the ring <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah you all right so first off you deserve a round of applause for getting your money back for that ring hell yeah no that's what i was clapping for yeah, you got the bread back. That's oh, all it, did, it didn't. It didn't come through, Cortez. No, it didn't. Unfortunate. Let me try one more time. There it is. There it is. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's a crazy story. I did not know that. And when was this? This was in um, this was in like 2011, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it was a long time ago, man. And it was too quick. Because I don't know, you know how puppy love, man, puppy love. That's what it was. I was like, oh god, you're pre you're pregnant. Here's a ring. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 
And I remember, because me and my father don't have that much of a relationship, but I told him, I was like, yeah, you know, I got this girl pregnant. He's like, yeah, you fucking stupid. And I'm like, all right, Roger that. Thanks, man. And I was like, well, I'm a marrier. And he's like, what? He hung up, actually. And then I was, then I was like, I appreciate it later. I'm like, oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, and I think we're all in agreement on that. So I'm going to kind of leave this topic. But, yeah, like, give the ring back. Like, a man spent, usually it's the man that spends their hard-earned money on those rings. So go ahead and give it back. All right, so the last well, time, so, go ahead, go ahead. So you said get a ring back. So what if it was something different, like a fucking Rolex or something? Is he supposed to get that back too? No. So that that stuff, like that kind of possession, fuck no. If I gave it to you, you keep it. Don't want it back. You know what I mean? People fight tooth and nail for stuff like that. But when it comes to an engagement ring, yes, whoever gave that thing to you, you should be like, all right, here you go. Take it back. Because this ain't working, you know. But I, there's probably people out there, which I'm sure there is, that refuse to because it's probably worth quite a bit of money. So that, again, like we were talking about success earlier and what I just talked about getting that $1,500 back, I burnt, I burnt it down with that. You know what I mean? So they're thinking the same thing too. If they keep that ring, like, I'm gonna go burn it down or I'm gonna go pay for whatever, buy myself, whatever, what have you. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I completely, I think we're all in agreement on that. Like when it comes to Rolex and stuff, it's, at the end of the day, men are spending a bunch of money on women. I mean, we all know this right now. They they have that whole phrase, it ain't tricking if you got it. But mm-hmm. it is tricking. And I don't care what you say. I don't care how, how many ways you spend it. It's tricking. And if you got to spend money on a woman, like I'm talking buy her expensive Rolexes and stuff like that in order to get her attention, then you ain't really got it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Love mm-hmm. that. Oh, it's material. No, I just yeah. shit. Hey, hey, I'm with it, man. I, I, I love it. I love every all this you're talking. Because yeah, like I think they have the word normalized. First off, is being used too much, but they've normalized buying women expensive gifts and you know paying for their OnlyFans and all this other craziness. Like it, it it's it's becoming a lot. And it's and then and it started the females really thinking in their head that that's how life's supposed to be. Eh, I don't know. I don't know with anything. Hey, if someone wants to buy me stuff all day long, go ahead. I'll take it. Don't ask for it back. If you ask for it back, maybe I'll give it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, but yeah, of course that engagement ring is a little bit different because if you're getting, if you're not keeping, like if you're not gonna marry me, then yes, give like that ring is a representation of our relationship. Like if you're not gonna continue to maintain a relationship, just give me back my ring. But when exactly. it comes to Rolexes and stuff like that, like at the end of the day, if you want to, if you crazy enough to buy that woman those gifts, you got to realize that you're probably not going to get them back. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Anything. Yeah. I'm just happy both those cars I had were in my name. That would have been nice. Because <laughs> there was nothing that she could do at that point. You know what I mean? Because she wasn't paying for them. They were both mine. You know what I'm saying? actually one of them uh you knew i uh what it was that mazda i used to drive yeah i bought that brand new when me and that crazy person were together <laughs> that thing lasted a long time until a friend of mine totaled it after i gave it to the person for a week you know to help out 
It was cool, pretty cool. Yeah. Man, but at least you had another car. Yeah. So I've always been fortunate to, uh, you know, plan things out. And I always have like a fallback. And I'm, I'm, hey, now I got the one car. And, you know, she has hers. So that's all I need. I don't need two vehicles for one person anymore. I don't know why I ever did that. But it always worked out for me. I was able to figure it out. All right. So the last topic we're going to talk about is the, uh, the whole thing with the fentanyl going on right so let me see if i can pull up an article for it but as of right now the the way that it's set up the uh the government is well not just the government so like cases like mac miller michael williams stuff like that when those when people die from the fentanyl that's in the drugs, they're going in there arresting the drug dealers. So do you think that's the right thing for them to do? Like they're arresting them and they're putting murder charges on them. Do you Hell think yeah. do you think they should be charged murder for that? Hell yeah, because them dealers know exactly what's in that dope. <clears throat> well, two, this is another another topic that comes off of that. Yeah, they should. But that dealer too, if their their product is out there killing people, that that's drawing more profit for them. If you think about Hell it, yeah, that's another because thing. I was just about to say that too. Because they're like, oh man, it it killed him. Hey, I need that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. someone's always looking for that extra bit, and everyone's tolerance different. So if that ha- it, it's sad to say, but that kind of like beefs up that that person's uh, portfolio. Should I say? You know what I mean? You know, I was out of town one time. I don't even know if I should say this shit on here. I, I, don't, I don't, If you, if it's something that's going to incriminate you, no say. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, we go, we go, we gonna keep it pushing. But yeah, the dealer should um most definitely be arrested and be held accountable for that death. Mm-hmm. No, we can talk about it off mic though. Like once I start recording. So I'm gonna play devil's advocate a little bit. I don't think they should because. I don't know if y'all know about fentanyl, but you can't just get fentanyl from anywhere. All right. Sometimes that, that drug dealer don't necessarily know that those drugs are laced with that. But like y'all were saying, a lot of times if people hear that people die from that drug, then it's probably, it makes people more likely to buy it. So, yeah. Everyone's chasing that high. I mean, I completely agree. Like it is, it's fucked up. But in the same breath, I don't know if it's necessarily the dealer. But then again, once they start picking up the dealer, then the dealers start naming people. And of course, the murder charge probably ain't gonna, ain't gonna stick with them no way, depending on if they a snitch or not. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I can go on a whole tangent about that snitch code. That's a, rabbit, that's a rabbit hole ready to get dove into, though. That's the thing, because you could go all the way back to where it even came from. If you think, if you look at it, too, fentanyl is used as in, uh, like, methadone clinic, was used in methadone clinics, man, to wean people off, you know, but then it's like, it's that opioid, man, that hits, and it's a lot fucking worse. And this, this man-made shit, you could get fucked up just from it touching your skin. It could absorb through your damn skin. This shit is crazy. And people just, what makes it worse, all right, so yes, we, we understand how dangerous fentanyl is. The people that make that shit, it's perfectly legal for them to make it. 
Yeah. Sprinkle it in some drugs that's sold by probably a minority. They're taking a charge for that shit. Think about that. Mm -hmm. These drug companies are the most fucked up people in the world. The shit that they sell is a lot worse than the shit that's on the streets. Yeah, big time. Big time because it's approved somewhere. It's approved somewhere. And the markup is insane, too, because they know that any... Man, yeah, it's a big one. Any drug company, man, regardless, because they'll... They'll, they'll rob Peter to pay Paul. They pay pennies on the dollar, but they'll charge you, someone, someone who doesn't have insurance, thousands of dollars just to get a couple of these things because it keeps you alive. You know what I mean? That shit's just crazy to me. That's crazy to me. Yeah, y'all watch that show Ozark? No. Yeah, so on that show Ozark, and this is a spoiler warning for anybody that hasn't seen it, but on the show... Like, well, first off, it's about people laundering money. But anyway, a big drug company comes and they start buying like opiate, like uh, what is it? Not opiates, like poppies, like poppy flowers and whatnot from local drug dealers. And of course, they're selling the shit and it's legal, but they can still be arrested for selling the shit. Like, it's just crazy. Like the way that the drug shit works to me is like absolutely insane. It's, it's basically, yeah, it is. Because if the government not making a profit off of it, it's not. They don't want it around. They don't want you to sell the shit. Like it, a lot of shit don't make sense. But you know, yeah. I mean, but yeah, like I said, we can go in that rabbit hole for hours. But I think we're good, right? I think we talked mm-hmm. about a lot. B, I appreciate you coming on. Like it was last minute. But you came through. I appreciate it. No problem, man. No problem. Hey, but this has been another episode of We're Not Experts. And we out. Peace. I'm going to stop recording and then.